You're watching WLWT News 5, leading the way. Good morning. It is Monday morning. This is WLWT News 5's Today's Daily Dose. Kelly Rippin, Stephen Albritton, and we are coming off of a Bengals win against the Kansas City Chiefs, one that I think a lot of people were not as confident predicting was going to come out a win, but they looked pretty good. Yeah, I mean, even Vegas had him as a three-point home underdog, which is uh, saying something to come yeah. out on top. But, we, you know, we'll dive into that. Uh, Bengals here in a little bit. You know, we've got to get to uh, the hard headlines first before we can have fun. It's, it's right. always the hard stuff where we can have any fun. I know, which stinks. It, hey, it's, no, it's never fun really. to start this way, but <laughs> we get it out of the way first. Uh, we did have a serious situation on the roads this morning, so if you are – Someone who just got to work or you're listening to this around lunchtime, there was a deadly crash on 75 northbound right near Lynn Street, kind of that whole spider web of exits as you're heading northbound just over the Brent Spence Bridge um, that obviously very sad that it was a deadly accident or deadly crash. We're not sure kind of what happened there, but then also it caused a trickle down effect all over the downtown roads. That's kind of the heart of the downtown commute, especially if you come from the east side and head to the west side or head north. Coming from northern Kentucky, I noticed it at 3 o'clock this yeah, morning. Yeah. So um, that has since cleared. So about 6 a.m., they cleared, opened all roads, but all lanes had been shut down, and we're still working to get more information on exactly, excuse me, what unfolded there before we can give you any more information. But, um, yeah, they had that closed for quite a while, and it caused quite a mess. Yeah, it uh, happened just after midnight, didn't get open until about 6 a.m., all lanes closed. It just kind of shows you the magnitude of whatever happened that yeah. you know, police and officials really had to take their time to uh, get the investigation started, get things cleared up before they can get things um, back open. So, but that, that was that. Uh, we also had a, uh, a shooting over on uh, a Liberty Street uh, where uh, a person came into District 5 right, with saying gunshot. They had been shot. Yeah, so that person was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries, I believe, thankfully. But another police investigation where they had to you know, get this person to the hospital, then go out and find the scene and hopefully collect evidence, search down uh, for a subject. So it was one of those stories that just kind of makes you go, uh, wow, that you know this person... Uh, got involved with something where they were uh, ended up uh, getting some gunshot wounds. Yeah, so East Liberty near Walnut, um, about there was a shooting there as well. Police say there were multiple victims of that shooting. Um, what three people in total? Yeah, three people. Really um, so one of the victims shot four times. Does have life-threatening injuries. The other two shot in the leg. All three at the hospital. Officials have not updated us on their condition as of this morning, but still trying to find out exactly what happened there. So just a couple of things that have unfolded over the last 24 to 48 hours that we know we'll continue to follow and get updates on. Um, another situation that has been going on for weeks now, but we have a little bit of good news. Um, all of the illnesses that are happening. <laughs> it's just lining up. I mean. You got RSV? Well, then here's COVID. You got yeah. COVID? Oh, here's the flu. Everything. No, and, and I'm hearing pneumonia people are catching too. Which, I mean, that lasts or feels like it lasts forever. Yeah. We're getting hit here at work. People are dropping like flies. And it's no fun for anyone, um, especially if you've got families that you're trying to see. It's the holiday season. So uh, there is a new Mercy Urgent Care that's opening out in Milford. And sometimes you forget about the urgent care. And I know, I, I mean, we didn't grow up with urgent cares. Those weren't a thing when we were little. So it's maybe not the first thing even people our age think about um, to go to. And I know when my son had, we think RSV, we didn't, they, they asked us not to come to the hospital if we didn't need to. Um, but when I called, they said, listen, 
if you can treat it at home, please treat it at home. If you need to potentially get tested, try going to an urgent care first before coming to Children's or to the emergency room, unless, of course, it was absolutely necessary. Course, yes, they, were, yes. they were very clear about that. Uh, but it is important to remember that that is an option because it helps you avoid the crazy wait times at a lot of these emergency rooms. Um, and oftentimes, if it is something a little bit more simple, they can get you in and out of there and treated well, and then you don't have to deal with, again, the chaos that can be some of those emergency rooms and emergency departments. Yeah, you have to remember if you don't, you know, hopefully don't have to go to the ER often, but when you get to an ER, you know, they triage you when you, you right. get there. So you might go immediately to the back of the line where somebody who has something more serious, you know, heavy breathing problems, whatever it might be, goes to the front of the line. So in urgent care, you can usually log in online, get your spot See, in line, yeah. wait time, hey, 25 minute wait, okay, I'll leave the house in 15 minutes, get there, maybe able to walk by it right in. So yeah. check into those urgent cares. This one's in Milford. There's plenty around as uh, options as opposed to ER, hospital, primary care doctor. And they're open at interesting times. So check online too. Um, and like you said, you can see also sometimes the waits. So you're like, all right, this is definitely my best option, or you can see which one is your best option. And it sounds like the Milford one is kind of filling a gap in that area, which is great. It's nice just to have a place a little bit closer to home. You don't have to worry about driving 30 minutes, 20 minutes to a hospital nearby uh, to be treated. So that is good news that that is opening there in Milford. Hopefully we'll ease the burden on a lot of different people. All right, let's talk about the UC coaching uh, update or non-update. I mean, I guess it's an update that there's names not in the hat there you go. anymore. You know, Deion Sanders has taken the job at Colorado, um, assembling that staff. Brian Hartline tweeted last week that he's going to stay at Ohio State, or at least he's not accepting the UC job. I'm sure he might, he's a candidate for uh, other jobs, right. or possibly. Offensive coordinator at Tennessee, he's taking the head job uh, elsewhere. So right now, the names in the hat are uh, getting kind of thin. Um, right. You know, Gaduli, I don't think he's taking the job as well. He might be off to Wisconsin to join Coach Fickle. To join Fickle. Maybe. Maybe. And, uh, it's Not just, confirmed there either. You know, we, we had this big name of hats last week that everybody was like, this could be a splash hire, this could be a splash hire, and all those hires aren't there anymore. John Cunningham, he's keeping it close to his chest. Good for him that there's no leaks from his inner circle about who it is. He has certainly built that, yeah. so we'll give him that. I think what really becomes interesting, too, is, okay, so maybe the flashy names are gone. Mm -hmm. Now where do we go? Yeah. So, you know, is it going to be underwhelming? Is it going to be a sneaky good pick? Is it someone that nobody has talked about? Probably not, um, only because people are all over this <laughs> on social media. But it just, it's one of those conversations that has continued and continued and continued and kind of gets a little more concerning, I think, for UC fans as there isn't an announcement. So potentially today, as early as today, we could have an update. Um, we were all kind of predicting maybe like a Friday evening drop or right after the Bengals game, but we'll have to wait and see. So. Yeah, yeah, and it's just time is of the essence with signing day in a couple weeks, transfer so portal today. Things. You know, these are kids that are ready to get a new school. Um, so we'll see. We will see. All right, let's talk about the forecast. It's definitely cold this morning. Uh, you're going to notice that. Hard to miss. Uh, but it will actually kind of warm up. So we're going to check in with meteorologist Randy Rico about what to expect, as well as some rain this week. Yes, it is cold outside this morning with temperatures sitting in the 20s. But once we go above freezing by mid-morning, we don't drop below freezing again until Friday night. 
So for today, enjoy temperatures that make it up into the upper 40s. We'll have mostly cloudy skies but with those clouds in place tonight. The temperatures just don't drop much. I think we see a few scattered showers second half of the day today. Better chances for off and on rain come tomorrow and into Wednesday and then Thursday off and on rain into Friday. All right, Randy, thank you. So that gives us a heads up for the week. Maybe not too bad. I will take anything above freezing. Um, Ohio State in the playoff. I there were people who were surprised. I saw um, Nick Saban on. I don't know if it was game. I'm not sure what I was even watching this weekend, but it was halftime of the Michigan game. Maybe that was it. And he looked very <laughs> smug. You know, he, he looked like he was like, all right, this is happening for us. It's not happening for them. No, no, a man with uh, six titles to his name. He, you know, he was petitioning for his team to get back in. You know, their their losses were what you would call good losses, right. two road losses by four points total. But, you know, Ohio State with the one loss just uh, uh, a week ago, a little more than a week ago, now they still are right there in the driver's seat to be that next team in. If USC lost to Utah, they did. They yep. got drubbed by Utah. And then uh, TCU losing in overtime on a last-second field goal Which was uh, to Kansas too. State. So it, it was one of those things where I think we all kind of knew the top three would hold win or lose. Right. Georgia it was that. Georgia could have lost. Michigan could have lost. TCU could have lost. We all thought they'd still be in. It was that fourth spot that we weren't quite sure about. And, yeah, I don't know that anybody was. But Ohio State is in. So they're going. Uh, they will play Georgia in Atlanta. So that will be an interesting game to say the least, um, but that's then, so we've got what, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, TCU. TCU. Yeah. yeah, Michigan, TCU will play out in uh, Tempe um, in the Fiesta Bowl and um, Georgia, Ohio State in the Peach Bowl. The Peach Bowl. But Georgia, oh boy, they that's... look tough against LSU. <laughs> it was one of those 50 point, that's like, my oh. husband is a Georgia fan. Oh, so you heard, you heard all about it for hours. Hours. And hours. Uh, but the, no, he's a very reasonable fan. I'll give him that. But it just, uh, it was like, well, if we can just score a lot off the top, then I'll just uh, relax the rest of, you know, that kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of, it didn't happen right away, but as it started to build, he was, you know, a mm -hmm. much calmer. Um, and will be interesting to see how he fares living in an area with so many Ohio State fans <laughs> over the next two weeks. So uh, I'm sure he will have a lot to say, although he usually doesn't say it too loudly. He's pretty reasonable so yeah, we will yeah. have to wait and see but they have to play the games you know Ohio State's going to hear a lot about how they're going to be overmatched you know I think they opened up as nine point underdogs but if they win that game and if Michigan beats TCU then we have the game part Again. two in the national championship game which would be wild I'm a big 10 girl he's an SEC person so I have mixed feelings in this entire thing <laughs> I'm so tired of hearing about the SEC but you know it is what it is, and we will we will wait and see what happens. Um, Bengals win, obviously. Let's get to the fun stuff. That was, I mean, it came down to the end. It was a great game the entire way through, and people sort of sitting on edge, but I think Bengals fans were pretty confident in the team and feeling pretty good about how things went. Yeah, I mean, it's so hard to beat a team two times in a row, right. and three times is just really incredible. Um, but it was so evenly matched the entire the entire time. You know, Bengals got out uh, to a big lead early, with like 14 to three. Then yeah. you know the Chiefs come back, put points on the board. Then that big fumble by Travis Kelsey, you know, kind of stunning. You know that he doesn't he happen lost often. It does not happen often. But then Burrow, you know, just kind of you know took those last five minutes off the board, and uh, it was an impressive win by the Bengals. Something we all expect as well as they played right. for over the past year, year and a half or so. But we'll see this again in the playoffs. We're going to see this matchup again in the playoffs. I believe that and. The Bills thrown right in there, too, which the Bengals play, play in a couple of weeks. Two weeks? Yeah, yeah, I believe. We Browns take on this week. The Browns this week. I think the Bills next. It, it, it is fun to watch these 
young quarterbacks develop as as, as how we're going to see them play out over the course of their careers because we've got lots of time to see these two quarterbacks go head-to-head. So that'll be fun to see. Uh, lots of conversation we'll be referencing back to these first three games. So that is all we have for today. We will see you tomorrow on a warmer day for WLWT News 5 Today's Daily Dose.